name is Chris, and I'm the host of the Birding Life Youth Podcast, the show where we talk to young birders to find out what makes them tick. My first guest is Daniel Engelbrecht, and I'm so excited to hear what he has to say. Stay tuned. My first guest tonight is a guest that we've had on our main podcast uh, before, and I'm very proud that he's our, my first guest. His name's Daniel Engelbrecht, and he is an amazing birder. I, I feel bad because I'm, I'm older than him, and he's <laughs> way above. So welcome, Daniel. Thank you very much for having me, Chris. Thank you. It's really great to be here. <laughs> yeah. Um, when Adam told me that you, you've got like over 300 species um, just in the Spring Fling Challenge alone, I was like, I've got to get the student because <laughs> I, he's got like, yeah, no, sure. <laughs> I've got like a third of the birds you've got already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, so, great. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so, if people haven't listened to other podcasts yet please can you just tell us a little bit about yourself and what it is you do yeah sure um well like i said my name is daniel i live up here in the limpopo province so for those of you not from south africa that's the northernmost province in south africa and i'm based in polokwane so um fortunately polokwane is situated right in the middle of all these great habitats so we've got savannah we've got forest we've got escarpment we've got absolutely everything so in terms of birding it's a fantastic area and yeah no i'm looking forward to chatting a bit more about that cool um so let's let's start off with the interview because otherwise we're going to talk too much about birding about <laughs> one spot and how i want to be there and uh, <laughs> but yeah. uh, so what a what are some um, birds that you've seen recently that has been like amazing to you? Wow, no, I've been doing quite a lot of birding over the last two weeks. Um, I'd say some of the main highlights over the last few weeks have been uh, Pals Fishing Owl that was up in the Napopo River, which is pretty, pretty special. Sure. Um, three banded Corsa, uh, African Skimmers, Batawk. So there've been, there've been a whole bunch of, of specials lately. Um, even this morning, we got great sightings of African finfoot. So yeah, it's been it's been really great. <laughs> it, it's it's like your your um, spotting list is my dream list. I don't know what's <laughs> going on here. <laughs> it's like Time to I, <laughs> I, I swear the I swear the African finfoot doesn't exist because people have told me this place is a definite spot. You'll find it. Yeah, I go there and it's like. Oh, tell me about it. Yeah. Fun. <laughs> Tell me about so, it. No, it, it took me forever to get one. Wow. <laughs> speaking, speaking of bogey birds, um, you mentioned in the lot, last podcast that um, your bogey bird is the buff spotted fluff tail. Um, <laughs> so, it is. Is, it, is it still no, it's no still other it. encounters yet? No, I heard one uh, about two weeks ago. Still haven't managed to see one. So, still stand strong as my bogey bird. Yeah. <laughs> Well done. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous, yeah. <laughs> I, I've only had like a brief glancing of uh, uh, Flufftail and I still can't tell you which yeah. one it is for definite. But it was... Probably, it was probably more probably. than I have had. <laughs> no, that's great. <laughs> yeah, cool. So, um, and also speaking about like just passing bird identifications and all that. Yeah. What, do you, what would you say is your most embarrassing bird misidentification? Because I'm sure we've all had them. Like yeah, we call it out well. so confidently and then it just yeah. turns out to be a common bird. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it, it happens all the time. Uh, this morning we were out looking, we were in Venda, which is in the eastern Sotpansberg mountains, and we were looking for blue spotted wood doves. 
And man, I saw this bird, perfect size and everything. And I said, stop, 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 stop. We all stop the car. Everyone gets up. We all look in, look in. And this bird turns around and it's got this yellow vent and it's a darker bubble. So those things. <laughs> I think <laughs> we've all happen. had it. <laughs> they happen all the time, especially darker bubbles. Those, those birds trick me. So, I mean, they happen all the time. That was a pretty embarrassing one. That was just this morning. So, yeah, still fresh in my memory. <laughs> it's, it's so embarrassing because, like, you're like, stop, stop, stop. I see something. And then, and then you exactly. stop and it's like, uh, okay, never mind. Just carry on. Don't, it's, it's, it's my embarrassment. Yeah. Just carry on. It, and <laughs> it, it flew away. Yeah. <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> I, th I think, yeah. like, even, even uh, myself, personally, like, so many times going on birding trips, you, you yeah. confidently shout, stop the car. And then when you stop, yeah. it's like a rock or something. And you're like, yeah. uh, I just, I'm sure I saw it move. <laughs> there was a bird there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. It just flew off. <laughs> flew off. Classic, yeah. <laughs> so uh, also, uh, what is your, your dream bird? What would you say is a bird that you most want to see? Tough one. Eh? There's, there's, there's so many. I mean, if I had to go internationally, I mean, the list is endless. Basically, anything I haven't seen. But uh, I'd say Birds of Paradise are super high on that list. Uh, I'd love to see more toucans. I absolutely love toucans. Uh, toucan barbets. There's just, I mean, the list doesn't end. Hmm. So in internationally, there's a lot. And locally, I'd say buff spotted fluff tail. I, really, I, just, I, I just have to get that bird. <laughs> That's my dream bird at the moment. <laughs> I think I know quite a few people who've seen the buff spotted and again, it's, it's, so do I. I swear yeah. it's a ghost bird, but <laughs> um, we, we must maybe bring you down here. Apparently there's a very good spot for it. I don't know. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> Speaking of um, international travel, um, I, yeah, you've done quite a bit, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. If I'm wrong. Yeah. I've done a bit of, a bit of bidding overseas. Yeah. Okay. And what would you say is your, your favorite international travel? Again, it's, 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 I mean, it's a tough question. All these countries have got different um, appeals. I mean, if I look at Australia, I absolutely love birding in Australia. So many endemic families, endemic species. Um, and then you go over into like South America, for example, and then it's just the sheer variety of species. I mean, mm. it's insane. So I suppose each thing, each country has its different appeal. But I'd say, for me, Australia has been one of, one, of, one of the best countries I've visited. I mean, it's really easy to travel in and the birding's great, loads of endemics. So I'd say probably Australia has been, been my best yet. Nice. And um, local birding spot? What, what would you say is your favorite local birding spot? I love birding in the Lowfeld, um, especially along the escarpment where, where you know, the Lowfeld meets the escarpment. Um, here in Limpopo, that's... The, the the ultimate birding for me even in the whole country i mean in one day you can get bat talks you can get skimmers you can get magpie mannequins uh cuckoo hawk you know it's just mm. it's just the best birding it's insane so uh yeah i absolutely yeah. love it yeah i, I yeah. definitely must go out there because i want to see all those birds i really do <laughs> for sure <laughs> yeah so um what are some like really cool facts about birds that um you you've learned about that you think a lot of people might not know that you, you just you feel everybody should know about it yeah you know it's if i have to think offhand this there's, there's always so many things we were, we were talking about this in the car today um for example people always talk about this there's a south american bird for us we don't know it's called the hoetzen 
and it's got these when it's when it's an, an immature bird it's got almost claws on its wing and now the hudson is, is very famous for that but, i mean here in south africa even our hardy doll has got those those claws on its wing which is absolutely insane so sure. i mean it's, it's it's small things like that that i think many people don't know but it's 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 pretty interesting if you think about it so yeah yeah and uh, yeah, just one <laughs> and you yeah. ma- you mentioned in the the previous podcast again. I, I'm referring a lot back to it because there yeah, was so no, much sure. covered in it. But <laughs> um, in your previous podcast, you said one of your heroes is Sir David Attenborough. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, and I see that he's releasing or he has released. By the time this podcast comes out, um, he would have released it already. There's a Netflix special, um, and it looks like a really awesome one. And it so does, yes. Have you seen the previews and all that? And what I've seen, yeah, I have seen the preview. Yeah, and no, it looks it looks absolutely amazing. So I'm I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. What are some of the things you most look forward to? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I just love. I mean, David Attenborough. I mean, who who doesn't? <laughs> but um, as always, I mean, the filming in those in those documentaries is absolutely insane. I mean, the camera work and those wildlife shots is, yeah, it's, it's amazing. So that would probably be the main highlight for me is just that, that those great captures that these guys get. So, and then, I mean, of course, David Attenborough. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's, it's always like that thing, you know, uh, there's that, they kind of say, if somebody were to narrate your life, who would it be? It's it, a lot of people say Morgan Freeman. We, we'd say, so David, David Attenborough, Attenborough <laughs> it's like, he would just do it awesome. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we, we can't really have a podcast without talking about the Spring Fling Challenge. And I've alluded yeah, to yeah. it already. Um, you are currently number one on the list. I don't think it will change by the time this podcast actually comes out. So can you give us some cool tips and tricks on how you managed to find all these awesome species? I mean, like, I look at your species list. I'm like, oh, my word, I wish I had that. <laughs> um, no, well, the main thing is, like I say, here in Pope, we've got a, a massive variety of different habitats, you know. So you've got forests, you've got high altitude grasslands, you've got bushveld, you've got this amazing plateau grassland here in Polokwane. So I think the main thing is just you cover as many of these habitats as you can. And over the last month or so, I've been able to get out a lot. So I've covered most of the habitats in the Popo, and as a result, you get all these, these awesome species. And I must say, I've, I've had an amazing amount of luck over the last few months. I mean, things like three-banded corsa, which are usually really tough to get. I've just, I mean, at Bloberg Nature Reserve, they were everywhere. So <laughs> it's just amazing things like that, which have just played in really, really nicely at this time. Um, and yeah, like I said, it's just been getting out a lot and birding a lot. So, yeah. Sure. And are there any other like books that you'd say um, would help you grow as a birder? Like, I mean, besides your field guides, what, yeah. what would you say is a book that's helped you grow as a birder? I love that book. Um, it's a big year. Uh, I mean, I absolutely love it. It's just, it's, it talks a lot about birders, you know, so it's just, um, you know, it's not so much focus on bird identification and everything, but it's just about birders and, and you find it like very relatable and interesting. So yeah, no, I definitely recommend that, giving that a read. And yeah, no, I think it's super interesting, that book. Loved it. Cool. cool. Yeah, yeah I, I love the movie as well. I, I, can't say oh, yeah. I've, I can't say I've read the book, to be quite honest. I want to still <laughs> read it. It's on my to-read list. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it, it was a brilliant movie. Uh, yeah, I loved, no, it was. I loved it. I loved it. 
another thing um you are a young birder and yeah, yeah. i'm pretty sure everybody can see that you are a young birder <laughs> some people feeling really old I hope now so. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think um we as the youth can do to yeah. actually reach out to our peers and get them into birding as well and into conservation as a result yeah you know i think with with any young people i love a bit of you know competition so i, I think these these challenges like the spring thing challenge are absolutely fantastic for getting young birders out there I mean, it's always great competing against, you know, other young people. And I think birding is a fantastic way of doing that, you know, and you're getting out in the process and seeing all these things. And I think, you know, if you take your friends out birding, naturally there is some interest in that. But I think especially if you take them out on something exciting, like a twitch for some rare bird or something, instead of just out to, you know, the local patch just to see what you can find. I think that's, that's, that's the main thing. Do something exciting. And once you've built that initial interest then I mean, it just sort of, sort of compounds on itself. So mm. yeah, I think, I think that's, that's something we can take. Sure. And um, speaking of Twitch again, sorry, uh, this is kind of like a question that I should have asked earlier, but um, yeah. what is one of your most recent um, failed Twitches and sorry, your most memorable um, failed Twitches? Because we have some really awesome stories about, successful twitches but some really awful ones about bad twitches yeah, so, no, so what's some of the ones <laughs> that you got well i mean here in Limpopo, one thing we don't have a lot of is water so when we get rare waders it's usually i mean we're talking one or two rarities a year so sure. <laughs> last year it was a, a pacific golden plover which decided to show up yeah. here on a dam north of polokwane and i thought i mean i just have to get this so i was mm -hmm. at school and I had to get off to school and find seeds, and I got there and needless to say, I couldn't find it. So I walked around, we walked around, we searched, we searched, we searched, couldn't find it. Anyway, the next day comes, the birders find it again, and I'm feeling a bit pathetic, and I decide to go out again and miss on the bird again. Oh no. So two double misses, and after that, the bird was never seen again. So I still do not have a specific golden plover, and I'm regretting that so much to this day. <laughs> Just, just claimed that it was. Um, they were just stringers. Yeah. They just, they just put it yeah, on the no, list. They, they didn't they actually are. see it. Definitely. So. <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm still going to go in depth to make sure that that photo yeah. was taken there. <laughs> you got to be like save up to and request you photos as well. <laughs> <You have to. laughs> yeah, cool. Yeah. So I'm so grateful that I actually had the opportunity to talk to you, and I'm sure there's oh, yeah, many, many fun. Yeah, more questions to ask you. I'm sure we're going to have another podcast with you soon again. Um, oh, no, that'd be great. Yeah. yeah. And thank you once again for coming on to the show. No, well, thanks so much, Chris. I really enjoyed it. And yeah, I'm looking forward to, to chatting again soon. Cool. Have a good one. Awesome. Eh? Once again, a big thank you to Daniel for the interview. It was so fun to do. Thank you so much for listening through right till the end of this podcast. Be sure to follow us on social media and to subscribe to us on your preferred podcast list.